Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 77. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 77 of the Behold podcast. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me back again after our break for Christmas and I am just so grateful that you are here joining us today. If you are joining us on YouTube, you probably have noticed that there is no video today. And that is because I broke my foot. And my office, where I usually record these podcasts, is in my basement, which I can't get to. And I was having some technical difficulties, thought about postponing, and then I thought, no, I want to get this episode out. And so we are just going to go without video this week. I hope you don't mind too much for those of you who usually watch on YouTube. Um, and we're just going to go and take it from here. I also wanted to mention as we're getting started that last week I had a mini workshop course come out all about confident decision-making. So if you feel like sometimes when there's a decision to be made that you're kind of floundering or you just kind of get stuck in a place of, I don't know, confusion, then this course is going to be very helpful for you. So that course was sent out to my email list last week. And if you join my email list now, you can, we'll get that email directly to you. And there is a link in the show notes for how you can do that. So please check that out because I think there is a lot of good, valuable tips and nuggets of information in there that I think will really help you as you're making decisions in the days to come. So, but today, today we are going to talk about worry. And so let's just jump right into it with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, you know you know our worries. You know our fears and our anxieties. You know the areas where we have a lot of difficulty trusting you. And you know that those areas, we know that it's nothing that you've done, Lord. You're, you're good always. But we are broken. Please shine a light on the areas where we're not trusting. Shine a light on our worries. Help us to take captive those thoughts so that we can turn them to truths so that we can clearly see who you are and who we are in relation to you. Because when we recognize, we humbly recognize who we are in relation to you, we can see that you are a good, good father and that your plans always lead to our good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity for us to learn more and to grow closer to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So today we are going to talk all about worry. And I think moms are kind of famous for being worriers. Women in general just have this reputation for worrying. And I'm going to tell you, I used to be able to worry with the best of them. And 
considered myself a really big worrier, worried about everything. And then I would follow my worries down rabbit holes or to worst case scenarios. I was always worried about something. And I think that all of us have something that we worry about in particular, some area that just kind of acts as a trigger for us and makes all of our worries compound or spring up even more. That's what we're going to explore today. So let's talk about what worry is. The Oxford Dictionary defines worry as a giving way to anxiety or an ease, allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. In other words, worry is a thought. We have thoughts about a circumstance and that causes us anxiety. So that worry is just a thought. If you've been following along with the podcast, you know that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings lead to your actions and your actions create your results. This is the model. Episode three of this podcast goes into the model in more depth. And so if you haven't checked that out yet, I would highly encourage you to go back and check out that episode. So if worry is a thought, then we can examine it. We can look at it for what it is, a sentence in our brain, and we can decide to keep it or to get rid of it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Worry tends to focus on the future. We worry about what if this happens or what if that doesn't happen? We think the thoughts as if the scenario is really taking place. Then we feel based on those thoughts. In other words, we're experiencing the feelings of a worst case scenario, even though it hasn't happened. We're stressed and anxious about something that isn't happening right now and may never happen. So what does God say? In Luke 12, 25 and 26, Jesus asks, can any of you by worrying add a moment to your lifespan? If even the smallest things are beyond your control, why are you anxious about the rest? Or in Matthew 6, 34, Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. God is telling us not to worry. He's telling us that we only have grace for today, which means that when we worry, then we are experiencing these thoughts about the future, but we don't have the grace to handle that situation yet. The grace is only provided in the moment, not before. So as we're worrying about tomorrow, today, it feels all the more difficult because we don't have the grace yet. The grace to comprehend, the grace to understand, the knowledge to move forward, the wisdom that we need to make the decision. So by worrying, it's actually even more difficult than it would be in the actual moment. Because worry is a lack of trust in God's care. He will provide and he'll care for you in every moment, even in the tragic. But some may argue, if I worry, I feel prepared. I feel prepared if those bad things do happen. I would challenge you that we can prepare without worry. Worry causes stresses, which raise the cortisol levels in our body. And there's many negative side effects to elevated cortisol, including weight gain or difficulty losing weight, heart disease, sleep disturbances, lowers your immune system, the list just keeps going. If you want to be prepared for the worst, you can do that without worrying. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say there's going to be a blizzard. We can use the model that tool that I mentioned, where our thoughts create our feelings, which create, get, 
which leads to our emotions, which gives us our results to see how we could approach this. So basically using this model to manage our minds, we look at our circumstance. And in this case, our circumstances that were predicted to have a snowstorm, a blizzard. Then we're going to have a thought about it. And maybe our go-to thought, the thought that just pops into our brain when we think there's going to be a blizzard is, oh no, I don't know what to do. Or maybe we have a thought like, we're all going to get stuck and we're not going to have enough food and we're going to lose power and it's going to be so cold. And just keep going and going with all the things that are going to go wrong if there's a blizzard. These kind of thoughts will lead to feelings of confusion or panic. If we're feeling confused, we have that first thought, oh no, I don't know what to do. And we have that confusion that stops our actions. We don't act when we're confused. We just spin in the confusion. You see, our brains have a prefrontal cortex that helps us to make decisions. And our brain believes the thoughts we think. And so if we say, I don't know what to do, our brain will stop trying to solve the problem because it knows that we don't know the answer because we said, I don't know. So that is why we want to, when we catch ourselves, when we become aware of that and we catch ourselves saying, I don't know in our brains, we want to remind our brains, Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I might not know this minute, but I have the resources to figure it out. This will help open up our brains to continue to try to solve the problem. We're going to feel a lot of confusion, a lot of confusion when we're thinking, I don't know what to do. Or if we're having the other thought where we're thinking about getting stuck and not having food and losing power, then we're going to feel panic. Then we act from panic. When we act from panic. We're usually doing things, but we're doing them frantically. We take shortcuts. Those shortcuts don't always work out. We kind of spin. We snap at other people. We keep worrying and stressing, which then leads us to probably to buffering. Buffering is when we do something to avoid the feelings that we're feeling. And we end up with the result of not having peace. We don't feel calm. We don't feel at peace. We can't rest. So now let's approach the storm, snowstorm differently. So again, our circumstance is the same. A snowstorm is predicted. And we have a thought. God will provide. So I know what to do. And from that thought, we're going to feel confident and calm. Or maybe we'll feel peaceful. And from a place of confidence, our action is going to be that we prepare from that place of confidence. We prepare calmly and peacefully. We figure out what we need to do. We make a plan and we execute that plan. And our result is that we're ready for the snowstorm. And we've done it with this feeling of peace. We have peace and calm and we're ready. So as you can see, worry just doesn't serve us. Worry doesn't help us to be who God made us to be. And worry doesn't bring glory to God. During the pandemic, I was introduced to a term called pre-traumatic stress. And this is when you're experiencing the trauma before it happens. So during the pandemic, people were thinking about getting sick, imagining worst case scenarios, and then experiencing fear, pain, and trauma from those thoughts. I think sometimes we worry so much that we experience pre-traumatic stress. And once we're in there, it's really difficult to see that we don't have to feel that way, that these things haven't actually happened and may not happen. 
in Beckend. Beckend is the monthly membership for Behold. And in Beckend, we I have courses, courses that help you to learn more about these topics that we talk about in the podcast, to dive in deeper, to learn how to use this model, how to really change your life using it. It also has group coaching because group coaching helps you to spring ahead as you're working through these, these models. Anyway, in Beckend, I do have a course all on stress about the different kinds of stress, including pre-traumatic stress. So if you're a worrier, it's a great place to go to learn how to combat that worry, how to become that person that God made you to be by not spending your time stressing out about all of these possible scenarios. But I always want this podcast to be so helpful for you so you can coach yourself, okay? And so if that is the route that you're deciding to take, this is where I want you to get started with your worry. I want you to start by becoming aware. Awareness is always so important to getting started. I want you to recognize what stress feels like in your body. And then I want you to become aware of the thoughts that are causing that stress and recognize how often that stress is coming from worry. Okay. There is a lot of amazing prayers that can help us through this. Help us praying as we ask for faith and trust. The Divine Mercy Chaplet is amazing. We have arrow prayers, which are just short quick prayers to send up to the Lord in the moment. My favorite is Jesus. I trust in you. Your love is all I need. I also would really encourage you as you are becoming more aware of when you are worrying and the stress that it's calling, causing you to look at how you're discerning the will of God in your life and how much you're trusting that you are on the path that he really, that, that path that he has designed for you, that you are walking closely with him. And of course, that's probably a big enough topic for a whole nother podcast episode, but just, just get curious about that in your place of awareness. And then when you're ready, I want you to dive into the mindset work, figure out those unintentional, unintentional thoughts that are popping up that are bringing worry. And then I want you to change them. Change them to an intentional thought that is going to help you prepare, but from a place of peace, from a place of walking with the Lord. You don't have to approach life with worry. We can have peace about the future and what may be. We can embrace our vocation and we can be prepared without being stressed and chaotic on the inside. And when we learn to have peace instead of worry, then we grow one step closer to living our life worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love, 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 love to work with you and journey along this, this path with you. So in the show notes, there are links that can help us to work together so we can follow that calling that God has and discern more about where he wants us on this path. I will see you again next week with another episode. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week and God bless.